You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman and also John Sino. Yeet my dog. Yeet my dog, indeed. Uh, welcome to BDE Leech. This is uh, the Up Next feed, of course. Braden and Davey, your NXT friends. But friends. Friends. <laughs> we've, uh, we've made quite a few friends today and we're a little beat up. As you may hear in our voices and uh, Davey's, uh, I don't know, attitude today. What do you mean, my attitude? Not your attitude, just your, like, we're all really low energy. Yeah, just, just a little hungry. There's, <laughs> there's bodies laying around the BD's car right now. <laughs> people randomly on the I don't even know who that is over there. Who's that? <laughs> no. Somebody from New Jersey, somebody from uh, Detroit. <laughs> Needless to say, the, the Sneaky D's after party was a, a success, and we're, we're feeling the effects of it today. Hey, maybe there's a new listener right now because they were at the party yesterday. Well, welcome to the podcast. And if you already know who we are, well, hey, we love you. And uh, thanks for listening. And we had a hell of a a night, AEW debuting in not only the beautiful city of Toronto, our city, but Canada, their first international show. And they, they knocked it out the park, filling the venue for Dynamite in the Coca-Cola Coliseum last night. And... Uh, we were there live. We have not watched it back, but we're going to chat about it today. But pretty packed crowd. Yeah, like I mean, we we we've known it before how we were a bit disappointed with the venue, but something like that it meant you could fill it and it would be loud. And I I really thought the uh, not heard it back on TV, but it, it felt like a really loud show. Hot crowd yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll give some some live thoughts and perspectives and stuff like that. But yeah, we threw. 
uh, quite a, an after party. I want to say thanks to anyone who showed up or shared or supported online and, and so forth. But, wow, uh, we're feeling the uh, after effects uh, tomorrow. We all have giant wrestling cups full of water. We went for a walk, got some sandwiches at a butcher shop. Yeah. To feel more alive. And we're still... <laughs> yeah, we're still... I don't know how I'm doing today. Um, we're going to go to just Rampage. just to somehow get... Back on this wagon, I think. Otherwise, hair of the dog. Otherwise, we'll just sleep. Don't rampage. worry. Once you hear that song, this is Rampage, baby. It'll, you'll just wake yeah, up. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Once, once I hear, is Tony Nice on the show? Uh, probably will be. I some, think so. Yeah. Fashion, yeah. yeah. So as soon as his music hits, uh, yeah. I mean, we had um, a, a basically, we've done some watch parties and stuff like that in the city, and some tailgates and stuff like that. But we thought, hey, dynamite's coming, and we might as well throw some sort of party. And something we always had in mind was doing pro wrestling karaoke. It's just something as karaoke fiends as we are, we always wanted to try doing that. We thought it would be a great opportunity. And, yeah, we had, uh, like, I don't want to say we had low expectations, but we were like, okay, like, some people will come. It'll be a, a little nice little party. And then we decided, okay, what if we, like, you know, share this and... And get some flyers. Uh, we went and flyered all around the venue, and then we had our our street team of of Sino, B Detroit, uh, Way was there. We were all flyering these things, and people were like, "Oh, this sounds yeah." It was fun. it was funny because I think the the like automatic reaction is if someone on the street is trying to hand you something, hey, you, you, go this? you go, "No, I'm not interested." And so many were like, either in like I target like mainly like groups of like guys yeah. around our age, and. I'd be like, hey, after party at Sneaks? And one would be like, no, thanks. And then someone else would go, wait, sorry, what? Sneaky, yeah, sure, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. And it was quite a turnout. And I, I think a lot of people who aren't necessarily listeners but uh, heard about the, the party and came along, I believe we had 130 people show up at 130 Sneaks. 130 and, plus. And one of the bartenders sold over 1,000 in just an hour. In so, the first hour. That's so a real success there. Yeah, we had a lot of people show up, and this was a, a whole lot of fun. Shout out the handshaking team. These guys uh, reached out to to kind of like sponsor and gave some prizes for us to give away. And these guys are awesome. Check them out because they are like in the collectibles and wrestling memorabilia game and uh, they, they were just awesome. So uh, shout out to those guys bringing the, some figures and some cards and some shirts and stuff. The, the people were loving it. We did little mini trivia games. I stumped some people. I knew I wanted to test out the real hardcores, right? Because there's some wrestling fans that are like, yeah, I love Darby Allen, but who's Triple H? Like there's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a weird world we're living in with wrestling, but it's okay. It's all, it's all allowed. But I had a, a stone cold figure from these guys at THT. And I, I asked, I got two people to play trivia and I tricked them. I said, who did you get this figure? If whoever tells me who stone cold fought at WrestleMania 20. And both of them are like, uh, the, uh, the, the rock, uh, triple H. And then someone's like, I know. I'm like, if you do tell me the answer, he's like, he didn't wrestle. He was the ref. <laughs> like I was tricking everyone. Yes. Nice. Uh, it was, it was fun. We had, we had karaoke wrestling songs. We started off, of course, with a group participation sing-along of Judas, of course. We also, I think, ended with that uh, as well. Uh, then we just had, we had everything. Wild Thing, Darby's theme. Our buddy killed uh, 
Battle Cry. Battle Cry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cody Rhodes loved our uh, rendition. Oh, King Cody Rhodes has retweeted you. Yes. Um, <laughs> ass Man. Someone did Ass yeah. Man. Oh, man. Shout out Tom- Thomas. When I found out who that guy was, this is a guy who, like, did something with the law back, John and Way, back in, like, 2011. It was, like, some contest where he was, like, drunkenly just singing about Way. Way is Way. And I took that song and I remixed it. It was, like, part of a contest. And, like, the moment we both realized, holy shit, like, this is, I, you. I, I, this is you from like 15 years ago. It's ridiculous. Thomas, uh, a longtime listener, I think they flew out from Vancouver yeah. to come Amazing. come here, and he did Ass Man, but yeah. he didn't like. We just played the Titantron of Billy Gunn. He didn't even know. The, he didn't even the words. He was doing the whole dance and entrance yeah. on the stage. Oh man, big fan. He had a great song of the night. I thought someone did uh, Honky Tonk Man's theme. Yeah. So, someone we joked on the sh- a show like last week promoting the show like someone's got to do American Males, meaning no one would do that. Some guy who did not know us was like, "I'm doing the." I was like, "Do you know what? Do you know what we made this joke?" He's like, "No, no, I just really want to sing that song." And then realized there's verses. Yeah, it was quite impre- <laughs> like we thought. Obviously, you know that there's like a handful of like Edge's song, punk song. Yeah, we all uh, have that. Yeah. Cody's. We thought we'd get that, but like, yeah, some, some, some deep, deep cuts. cuts. Absolutely. Yeah, I had to kick you off towards the end because people kept amazing. putting their name in, and you just sing along with them. Well, it's like, let, let the person sing. Well, well, I was doing the class, like, we'd go to karaoke. Like, we, we would give it, to, I would give it to someone, and then they, like, wouldn't know how to do it. I was like, wait, have you karaoke before? So I'd, like, help them yeah, get yeah, on yeah. track, essentially. And then someone, uh, someone's like, can I, can I sing? Can I sing? I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you want to sing? And it was like, Journey. Don't stop believing. I'm like, okay, like everywhere you go for karaoke, yeah. you're gonna hear that, but not not tonight. Sorry, yeah. like we're doing we're doing wrestling. There was piece. somebody with a voice of an angel that did Slow Chemical. The canes. Oh, oh yeah. man, oh. someone did Slow Chemical Canes. Uh, I believe his name was B Detroit. Oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Who I thought was asleep on our lazy boy, but is awake. Uh, yeah, so we had quite a time. I mean, people singing wrestling karaoke is a fun time. People coming in just. The drinks. The drinks. Davey, oh, the yeah. Drinks. I mean, Davey made it an awesome menu. And Poison Rana, the drink. Yes. Yeah. Success. What was in that one? That like, was uh, tequila, uh, raspberry sour plus melon liqueur, yes. and uh, ginger ale. Wow. That's pretty good. And the red the, rum. Red rum was very popular. It tastes like Christmas. It was spice from fireball cranberry soda. Mm. And, and then the Buckshot Lariat was a bourbon drop shot in Red Bull. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And then the the, ba- the Joker Battle Royal shot where if you ordered it, you just got a random shot. Dealer's choice. Yeah. So, I mean, people, we, they sold out of the drinks. Yeah. Yeah, they were a success. We and were kind of like... feeling it today. Boy. <laughs> those sugary drinks. Yeah. Uh, too much sugar yesterday. Yeah. I mean, if, if anyone involved at Sneaks is listening, you guys, Sneaky D's, already iconic bar in Toronto, but to be able to throw a party and... Have all a bunch of marks singing wrestling themes in a in a bar was just fantastic. So uh, more than a success, and we are super proud and humbled for anyone to come, by, whoever came by, involved, and go check out some of the videos. Like you said, I think the acclaimed, the acclaimed, yeah, we, there was some a video stuff. of like everybody chanting "Scissor Me, Daddy," yeah. and I was like, hey, you know, they can't Mark Sterling can't stop us. Yeah, um, there, there was some chops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out our friend Big Tom. Tom, we love you. He's he is a, a very, very large man, and uh, him and another buddy of ours, John, who almost looks like Pac. The yeah, wrestler. he's jacked. Yeah, he's pretty jacked. jacked. Yeah. And they were getting into some, like, all right, you chop me, and I'll get to chop you. So they were doing it, and, like, big, yeah. big fucking chops. Um, but then Davey decided, I-, I want in on this. And, yeah, I mean, our friend Tom has got, like, a 
Bad paws. <laughs> Bear paw hands. <laughs> Baseball catcher's mid-sized hands and chopped uh, the, the daylights out of Davey. But he took it like a man. Yeah, man. Took it. Uh, I've decided I'm going to be a wrestler. <laughs> I, I took chops from John and Tom and, and like, I, I don't even have a mark to Let me see your ah, chest. Like, Let's see his chest. Oh, nice one, it's yeah. a little red there. Yeah. yeah. It's like a handprint. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, wrestling uh, wrestling fans are always get out of hand when the chops come out. Yeah. <laughs> so Will we be chopping tonight. Probably be chopping. You you can take some chop. No, I don't want to get chopped. Like I don't even want to chop people. I don't want to chop John Pollock. Pollock. <laughs> chop, chop battle with Pollock tonight. Chopping Coca Cola. Chopping Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to Rampage and we're sitting with John Pollock. Oh, yeah, can't wait. We've got, what, Ethan Page versus Isaiah Cassidy. <laughs> We've got uh, Nyla Rose versus Anna Jay. Uh, yeah, totally worth the, the, the $100 plus dollars we, we're we getting spent. Sean Spears. Sean Spears yeah. is back. Yeah. Wow, pulling out all the stops for, for you know, I mean, at least we're getting Moxley, we're getting Claudio, we're getting, you know, a couple. What's Mox doing? Tag match against uh, Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and Blade. Great. We're not awesome. getting the, I wonder who's winning that one. We're not getting the Elite. <laughs> you know, everybody was looking at these Canadian Elite shirts that they were selling yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say, like, this. it's the first time this company has, has come to Toronto. Toronto is a huge wrestling city, like, you know, since I've, I was young, been going to shows and... Uh, obviously, Jericho is a draw. A lot of people traveling for the show. We live. We're in our, our our condo right now. We live across the street from a hotel by the water in Toronto. And just before the show, I saw like a group of maybe six dudes with luggage, all wearing different Jericho shirts. Right. And I was like, okay, like Jericho, and and he was over, and always is over. He's basically one of the biggest, you know, Canadian exports, if not the biggest Canadian star. I will say. It, it, it does suck that Kenny was not a part of that just because he is like been there homegrown as well from yeah. the beginning and yep. huge, huge draw. I, I do think that is something that some people were like kind of like, uh, but the show, at least coming across live, seemed like it was always loud. Everyone was still having a fantastic yeah. time. So I definitely don't want to knock it. But I will say I was a little bummed like, ooh, will he, you know, will he show up? I think it's my first time watching a Dynamite that wasn't followed by Rampage. I think it was great. You got out there at a perfect time. Everybody has still had energy, but the time ended. If we had like another hour of Rampage with those matches that they announced, yeah. the crowd would have died. You'd burn out, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I think we went in, we had the right, the right vibe. I mean, we went to some bars. We went bar hopping a little bit. Got some happy hour at uh, Anejo. We, had, mm. what if we finally tried that Casa Azul tequila. Yes. Yes, very nice. Very good. We had the, the blind code. Class result. It was very nice. Best tequila I've had. Yeah, it went definitely. down very easy. WH uh, joined us for that as yeah. well. Yeah. We WH... I, I took a picture of WH taking a picture. It was like an exception. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the, the barbacoa tacos, amazing. Barbacoa, yeah, anything tacos, is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so then we got some tequila, some margaritas in us, and then we we basically wandered over to Tim Hortons yep. to hang out with the Postmarks, John and Way from Post Wrestling, the best lads there are. People hanging out in a Timmy's parking lot. Damien Abraham was Damian there. Damien Abraham. Murray was there. We had a crazy yeah, dream great. blunt rotation. Hanzi. Hanzi. It was yeah. crazy. It was like like going into the vortex of like the post multiverse podcast universe. Multiverse of madness of uh, <laughs> the up next universe, the post wrestling people, all that stuff. So uh, really, really cool. And then, yeah, we wandered over to the venue. Uh, I heard John Pollock talking on his show that he was stuck in line for a long time. And then he 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 saw a group of dudes 
skipping him in line, passing him in line, and thought, who's doing this? And saw, as he quoted, the ringleader, Braden Harrington, <laughs> like, bringing people in. And I was with Sino, way, like, ten minutes before that uh-huh. happened. Me and you were trying to get his attention, yeah. but Pollock's the kind of guy who's at a crowded wrestling event, in line to get in, wearing his uh, AirPods. <laughs> Probably listening to a podcast. He didn't want to talk to people. But we were like, John... Come over here. Get yeah. in with us. Get in with us. And he was just not oblivious. So uh, yeah, we tried. We tried, John. We really did try. But we'll get you in tonight. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting with us now tonight. He's sitting with us. So we'll have to I don't know scissor. Get him a chance. He's yeah, he's not ready for what uh, what he's he's gonna be doing. I'll tonight. scissoring tonight. Uh, but yeah, then we went into Dynamite. We had a whole group with us. We sat with Brandon from New Jersey, B Detroit, Jesse from the Six. Uh, I know Dan was with us as well. Shout out Dan who had the fantastic idea of getting some bourbon to put in our Timmy's coffee yeah. before the show. So that was a good shout-out, Dan, there. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. Dynamite kicked off. Uh, we were kind of chi- chilling in the corridors, having fun, but could still see what was going there on. There were shows on the dark matches with yeah, Bollywood Boys. The Bollywood Boys. Those TikTok twins you were telling me yeah, about? Yeah, the Voros twins. They're fa- I could see them going. Davinky, those guys. Yeah. Uh, they had some cool Canadian talent. Then the, the, the story broke. Renee Paquette is all elite. Yeah. So you know that she was going to show up on the show, which she did and got a huge reaction. So that's awesome. I could see her doing commentary for them down the line. I think that would be pretty sweet. Uh, But yeah, then the the whole show kicked off here. Hot crowd, sold out crowd here. Uh, Wrestling fans in Toronto and Canada. We were were hungry for this show. And uh, I thought the crowd was, was super into everything that went off. We started with, uh, from what I can remember, Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus, obviously Christian. Well, yeah, Renee came out yeah. to present Christian, so yeah, you can't obviously the connection right yeah, there. Yeah, the Christian being a huge hometown boy here, shout out Orangeville, and then of course getting his dig in at the Maple Leafs, of course getting the crowd to turn on in yep. there, uh, and then Kane, sorry, Luchasaurus fought Jungle Boy, and because of Christian's distraction, Jungle Boy lost in a pretty sweet opening match. I actually got into yeah, this. Yeah, I enjoyed this one, and uh, it. Luchasaurus still pretty over with this crowd. There were a lot of Luchasaurus chants over over Jungle Boy. Lots of Jungle Man chants as well. Edge is better. We're chanting that. Edge is better. better. Jungle Boy started doing some of Christian's moves. That was kind of yeah. I noticed he was doing like a lot of the similar Christian signature moves. Not even just the kill switch, but other ones. Yeah, like the the standing on the rope, yeah, choke thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll eventually get to that Jungle Boy Christian match when that does happen. But I mean, what where do you go from this? Yeah, I was a little surprised that Jungle Boy won. They, no, they've got to like, they yeah. kind of separate, don't they, for a bit, and yeah. then otherwise this feud is just going to die a death. Well, I suggest going on so long. They're going to have to have another match before Christian is clear. And I'm suggesting doing a mask versus hair match. <laughs> Why not? I don't think either should lose. I know, but that, so yeah. kind of, that's what will make it intriguing. It's like, oh, somebody's going to lose. Yeah, I can, I can see maybe one more match, and then Jungle Boy's got to move on to someone else until, until Christian's ready. I wonder if they've kind of kept Christian on TV. During this injury for this show, yeah, because uh, obviously they want to feature him, especially when you you can't have your like Kenny, Kenny's on this show. Yeah. Um, I could see him maybe kind of not being on TV as much now while he's rehabbing. Yeah, uh, eventually revisit that, and you could re- you could run back Luchasaurus Jungle Boy without Christian's interference, like I don't know at the pay per view or something down yeah. the line or something. But I, I thought it was a fun opening match, and both obviously being former tag team partners. They had easily, like, great chemistry, and the crowd were super hot for it. Uh, and I love my Jungle Boy. My uh, my girlfriend's joining us for Rampage tonight, and uh, no one 
can tell her that Jungle Boy wrestled on Dynamite. Yes. She, we didn't take her to Dynamite. Ugh. Mm. And she's going to be real mad. <laughs> she, that's all she cares about is Jungle Boy. Yikes. I uh, hope he's on Rampage. Yeah. Uh, I, I got into the match, though. It was great. Uh, then we had, what? Um, we had some other wrestling. Uh, Samoa Joe and Wardlow. War Joe. War Joe. Yeah. They fought the factory. I can't believe I got to see QT Marshall wrestle live. Yeah, I'm I'm not into this tag team at all. They seem to do this a lot, put a singles title on someone and then immediately put them in a tag team. We really had weird. this with Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm quite recently. Yeah. Um I I feel like you should focus, especially for Wardlow, who uh I feel is starting to pick up a bit of steam that he definitely lost after that MJF feud. Uh I I don't get this Wardlow pairing, really, and just to see them come out and kill these guys in a couple of minutes um, was definitely a low point for me on the show. Yeah, like, this guy's your TNT champion. We just said, what does Jungle Boy do? Like, that could be a title that he could have right yeah. now and, and have some great TNT title matches and defenses, but Wardlow just putting him in the tag team, it's kind of weird. And Joe's a singles champion as well right now. Is he? He's or I thought TV. he lost it. No, oh, he's, no TV he's TV champion. champion. Yeah. yeah. That's so strange. That's weird, yeah. Like, I, like, it's funny, and the crowd was into it, and Wardlow sounded like he was super over, but, like, it's just a little odd that that's kind of the pairing. Um, and then, and then like, I'm trying to recap it without any without notes. There's a beatdown after, and FTR come out for the save, and then uh, they introduce Sean Spears, who comes back. So he pretty much got the... The pinnacle reunited, just minus MJF. Well, here. Brian Cage came out first, right? Yeah, so Brian Cage and Prince Nana, the embassy yeah. guys, Nana, the embassy, setting yeah. something up, and that's when we had like a pinnacle. Yeah, but so it set up what FTR and uh, Sean Spears, Sean Spears the tonight against. But the this was like basically like the NXT version of Sean Spears. It was a perfection and everything. This is ten. Yeah, the, the 10. way they set up was actually kind of cool. Like they were saying how like, oh, we're gonna have Rampage on Friday, and uh, you know what time does it start? And everybody's like ten, and then that's when we kind of got the idea that. The Perfection 10, whatever they call him, Sean Spears came back. So we're seeing him as a babyface for the first time yeah. since he's come yeah. into, uh, into AEW. Um, no more chairman? Yeah, I, like, look, uh, that, guy, that guy's been like... Just, How many gimmicks has he had? He's like the, yeah, he's had a lot a of lot. gimmicks. He's had the whole glove thing, right? He had the Chicago Broadway glove. style. Yep, but, yeah, right. He's had a lot of different gimmicks. Bless him, St. Catherine's own. Um, he got a great reaction and like... I think it's fine if you do that, especially here. He's going to come across like a, a big star, essentially. But uh, the the fickle wrestling fan was like, okay, so you expected everyone to buy tickets for Rampage. Then everyone didn't and or resold them for $7. You promote nothing. FTR come out on Dynamite and go, we're going to wrestle, but it's going to be against people you don't really know. And we're going to team with. The 10 guy instantly went, how do I get rid of my Rampage tickets? Because yeah. <laughs> I love FTR. You could have... They, they briefly mentioned in their promo, like, oh, we have history in the city. Like, we love the city. They basically keep fucking saying, we had a great match here one time, so we're going to fight Prince Nana's guys tomorrow night on Rampage. Really, yeah. really, again, fickle wrestling fan in me being really kind of let down on, well, we've on just how they're featured. Well, we for months. Like, why, yeah. again, like, it's, uh, I kind of go back to what we were saying about Wardlow and Joe. These are, these guys hold three, three sets, two sets now, tag titles, is it? Three. Three sets AAA, still. AAA, New, J- yeah. Uh, yeah. New yeah. Japan. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. Ring yeah. Um, and you're booking them in six-mans and stuff like that. We, we have a trio's division for, for that, you yeah. know? Like, just put them in a hot tag match. A hot tag feud. 
That's what they yeah, need right the, now. They, they had the one match on the Battle of Bells that nobody watched against a team that nobody knows, the Gates of Agony, and yeah. that was like the only appearance they had in months. Like, it's very, very odd. Yeah, I, I look. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a fun match and stuff, but you could have easily just went. Uh, I, I, I was hearing that some of the the whole roster didn't come across the border right. for this, but like. You could have just went Lucha Bros versus them, but I don't know if they're on. They're not on the show. I, or I, advertised. I just think you should have built this kind of two day event, like uh, that. They build the uh, Grand Slam, don't they? They build what's going to be on Rampage oh, yeah. and what's going to be on Dynamite for yeah. Grand Slam, and that's all shot in one go. Like, sh- surely when you're doing these like uh, two day things, like we had last week with the uh, Rampage and Battle of the Belts, you should at least have something announced a couple of weeks away. Right, be like our main event for Rampage in two weeks is going to be that because we've had big Rampages before with like the the Hangman Cole match and the the Kenny Christian match yeah. and things like that where they've promoted. You really, really have to if you're selling it as a se- separate event. Yeah, you you can't just do your when you're going like let's when we go to just a regular Dynamite with a Rampage taping after we're going for Dynamite. So I don't mind so much when they just announce on that show what we're going to see a bit later, which will right. be shown on Friday. But when it's a separately like ticketed thing and they didn't do the combos here which I think was a big mistake um, True. I think if they'd done the combo ticket I think tonight show would be a lot better sold right um, but yeah like just I'm sure the match will be fine like it'll be a fun match tonight but yeah you'd you could just have promoted okay FTR are main eventing and defending their ROH tag titles on Rampage yeah, you two weeks out something like that you could even know Butcher and the Blade versus FTR Big, just do tag match. Why are we all of a sudden adding Sean Spears and Wardlow and Joe mm-hmm. and the Embassy and the QT, the Factory? Just all these people that really just is not exciting uh, at all. And that is considering all the stars involved. It's just like once you become champion, we don't know what to do with you. We'll just yeah. put you with other people in multi-man matches. Uh, just kind of let down with that was how FT, you know, Dawson, sorry, uh, Dax. Which one's Dawson? Which one's Dax? Dax on the mic was like, oh, this city's important to us. So we're fighting the Embassy. Dog, I don't even know who's in the embassy now. I think Brian Cage. Who are the other guys? Uh, Gates of Gates. Agony. Yeah, sorry. Don't know. Don't oh, care, unfortunately, yeah. at this time. So really, really unfortunate that that's kind of the match. But again, I'm being a, an asshole wrestling fan here. But sue me because we spent a lot of money on Rampage to get nothing advertised until yesterday night. So a uh, bit hot-headed on that. But we got to see Daddy Ass. Yes. Wrestle Swerve. Speaking of suing, we have another. Uh, <laughs> another. I mean, it's crazy. So, well, right before this, because I, I know it's going to transition yeah. to this, they had the backstage segment with uh, Matt Hardy. Right? Oh, it was I Matt Hardy this. and Private Party, and they were oh, feuding with yeah. um, who they're fighting against. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, they're fighting he, against the Andrade family office that doesn't really even have Andrade. They're fighting with Jose. Yeah. Over the contracts of Mark Quinn and Isaiah. And Cassidy. that's where Ethan Page came in, also. Ethan yeah. Page so and there you go. Isaiah like Cassidy tonight. So Private Party is a tag team that are like the contract tampering things, which I get. You're trying to be funny, but it's sorry, it's it's not yeah, very it's funny. Not, it's not funny. Uh, and then also, you're advertising that Ethan Page is going to wrestle one of them, Isaiah Cassidy. That's cool. So weird. Like. Why didn't you just do Private Party versus FTR or not like any that, tag team? Not like, only that, but if it's possible, I don't know if it's how the relationship with Impact Wrestling is, but for one night only, do Private Party and Ethan Page and a mystery partner and it's fucking Josh Alexander. Yeah, what the hell, and he comes man? out in the Toronto, yeah. that'll be amazing. Yeah, that'd have been great. Just really weird. There's so many things uh, you could do. That, like, they don't again, not even knocking the talent. Ethan Page, amazing. Isaiah Cassidy, Private, I like Private Party. Just like, sorry, announcing that that's a match I the, feel the day before. It's just It it's feels really like soft. they changed course because it definitely felt like... Um, 
Ethan Page was going to go for the, the title. Uh, for the All Atlantic title and was going to face Pac here. They obviously changed that with wanting to put this title on Orange Cassidy. Right. So I think it's <sighs> Private Party. I guess Isaiah Cassidy, even though they're baby faces right now, they're not. They're not hot at all right now. So it's just fodder. It's like we know Ethan Page is a heel, but we know you're going to cheer him in Toronto. So here's. But it- Isaiah Cassidy. But it's weird because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like Ethan Page, but then, like, Jose is kind of involved in a way because yeah. the stipulation was if, if Isaiah loses Matt Hardy's contract, goes to Jose. So like, stupid. I'm so, like, so com- confused with all this. But, yeah, we're going to get to the next match where it's another, co- like, contract, contract suing, suing, you know, Mark Sterling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I missed the Elite. But we got Daddy Ass. We got Daddy Ass, who is, like, the acclaimed, and Daddy Ass is the most over thing in wrestling right yep. now, and it, it was... It was uh, atomic levels of heat in the, the like, the, the place was just erupting. Uh, sorry, not even heat. Just the place was going crazy yep. for for the acclaimed. And I swear, they made a Justin Trudeau blackface joke, so yep. the crowd definitely uh, reacted to that. Uh, this was a the great entrance to see. Uh, people, everyone's scissoring each other. Yep. It's the new Too Sweet. It's the new Suck It. It's fantastic. In one point of the match, Billy Gunn, Instead of going for the suck it when he usually does it, he stops himself and then scissors himself yeah. before trying to go for the famous shirt, which was great. Billy's just great. Like this has to be the most over he's ever been. I mean, I think I think uh, six months ago you announced, "Oh, what are we going to get in Toronto? Swerve versus Billy Gunn." Yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, uh, fuck off, really?" Yeah. And when they announced this last night, uh, last week, I was like, um, "Okay, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that." Like Billy's so over right now. He's still like he looks. Great, and I, and I thought it was a pretty enjoyable match with yeah. Swerve. They had some good near falls. Uh, just the being able to chant "Daddy Ass" and all Sizzling. that is fun. Uh, I, I I thought this was a, a real fun part of the show, and I like I like what they're doing with uh, Swerve, kind of healing it up while Keith Lee is still kind of a, a baby face. And yeah, I, he I'm cheated. Enjoying yeah, this. he held the ropes to beat. Uh, Daddy ass there, so yep. you could always run that back if you wanted to in some way. But yeah, uh, this was this was way more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be, and I think probably the biggest reaction of the night probably could be that thing because everyone chants, everyone sings along, and all that shit. I thought the- you were going to say when Tony Nese came out. That was no, no, no. <laughs> then the crowd went really quiet because Tony Nese came out. I was having a good time until Tony Nese came out, and again, I don't hate. Tony Nese is yeah. why every week is... So now the storyline is that... Because now Mark Sterling is just like, what? He's just like buying trademarks. That's his new thing. So he yeah. bought the Varsity Blondes last week, so they can't use that name anymore. Now it's the Varsity Athletes. And now this week he's like, I censor... I, I uh, trademarked Scissor Me. So they can't say it. They can't do the emojis. Yeah. None of that stuff. That's the storyline going on. Hey, what's the hottest thing going on our show? Okay, cool. The storyline is now that it's going to be like taken away. Like that's, that's, it's so weird. It's like let's let's stop like your most popular. Thing. Well, it just it, it yes. encourages the crowd to do it even yeah, of more, course, right? Of course, like of course, it's, yeah, of course. Just but I, the, I, yeah, I just don't. Uh, I don't that think gimmick. anyone gives a shit about this contract tampering in real life or in the story. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's uh, so we're getting the acclaimed versus Tony Nese and Josh Woods at some point for the rights to scissor me. I'm guessing that's the nice. storyline. Yeah, nice, nice. You all, we all deserve a right to uh, scissor. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Scissoring is for everyone. Right? Don't, don't tell anybody that you can't scissor. Exactly. Uh, well, that was over. Daddy ass was super over. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that happened. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. 
Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Uh, we had a- another match as well. We had the ROH World Championship. Chris Jericho, the Ocho, mm. the Lionheart tonight. Sorry. Yes, no Judas. They he, started playing he, Judas. Yeah, they start and they tease the crowd with Judas and then it goes into... And this match came on early, like yeah, close to nine, right? Like around nine. So yeah. it was not our main event. But Jericho in Toronto. He's from Winnipeg, you idiot. But... Uh, he was the good guy in this. He was the, the superhero babyface, and Brian, you would think, was this this like heel that no one gives a shit about. Yeah. Was, people used to say Toronto. I was, was still to, cheering. Yeah, Brian. you were the one guy in our section. Like I love both these guys, but uh, Jericho definitely getting the the Bizarro World's uh, treatment as we usually Canadians usually do. But this match was good too. These guys were on top. He of was it, definitely yeah. healing. Yeah, yeah I'm he surprised put, he put, this didn't close. Yeah. But I guess yeah. they wanted to have that title change to like close the show but yeah weird not having this main event I, I, I think even with the angle after you still could have main evented yeah. the oh, show I about that. Yeah. yeah that was really weird. weird yeah good again another good match between these two yeah I didn't like this this uh turn with Garcia okay. at the end um I like eventually you're gonna have him turn again and it's just each time it's going to matter less. I I felt the same. I feel the same with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. How they tease that on and off. Um, you had him split. I, I kind of thought that should have been it. And him joining the uh, JS again, especially when you've got a Sammy Guevara there already. Uh, I I didn't like the turn at all. Uh, I we we kind of saw it coming that like he would do that. That he would uh, eventually turn. Like, it was we, just too quick. Then, though. Yeah, he like. It wasn't like last week him and Jericho didn't meet in the match. Like, they had a match. Yeah. He, like, yeah. fought him last week. I, yeah, I'm, I wasn't a fan of this at all. Within the span of three weeks, the first week was him, like, leaving GAS. The second week was him teaming with Danielson. And the third week was him turning on Danielson. It's like, this yeah. happened way too quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, eventually, I guess the pay-per-view is Danielson-Garcia one more time at full gear. But well, I feel like, like they might be setting something up for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. I'm guessing they're going to do Final Battle in December, and they're probably going to try to load that up with like big matches. So I'm guessing like Danielson and Garcia, Jericho and somebody. Because like, you figured if Danielson, uh, sorry, if Garcia was babyface, he would be the one taking the Ring of Honor title yeah, from that, Jericho. That so now sense. that's kind of just a little... Uh, backwards. Uh, still, really, anytime these guys have been locking it up lately, they've been killing it. Jericho, again, just on this run, man. He did this spot where he was on the top, and Jericho usually does a Huracan run off the top, right? But 
he was like higher up and hitting punches, and then mm. all of a sudden like jumps up even higher and still hit it. I was like, dude, you like you get you're a, a bottle of wine, Chris Jericho. It gets better with age, I think. Yeah, and Brian was embracing the heel. He put on the walls of Jericho. Yes, yeah. yes. Blue, so. Oh man, yeah. He this knew what was, he was doing. This was probably my favorite bit of the night. I I did like the turn too. I like Garcia. I think Garcia shouldn't have started teasing the babyface thing so quickly, but uh, yeah, when when he first turned and said. You're a sports entertainer. Well, I am too. Like that's I, I need to see more of that. But I can see why you would not be too because it seems if he was switching back and forth, it felt very Russo to yeah, me, yeah. which was like having a turn for the sake of having a turn and actually not really having any logical sense. I think had the match have not happened last week, sure, like he could have teased lead, yeah. leading, but he got really physical with Jericho last week. It wasn't like he was pulling his punches or right. anything. And now, oh, I'm just with you guys again. It's I don't know. I think it's pretty boring. It's uh, it's it's interesting because it's like now, where do you kind of go? Because you've already played out Jericho, Brian, Jericho, G- Garcia, Danielson as well. But uh, whatever. If the wrestling's are good, then cool. Uh, Jericho just being a, a huge star in, in Canada, getting super over with the Ocho Y2J, just all that stuff. Uh, this is definitely uh, the, one of the bigger stars on the show. We also had a, a segment with. Uh, this is when we were like, okay, quickly, let's. let's me, and, you, me, and Davy, me, and Brandon went to go to the washroom, and then uh, we're like in line, and all of a sudden, like people are like pushing, pushing, and then me and Brandon look at each other, and John Moxley just walks right by us, <laughs> and gets ready before like the commercial came back. So he chills like in one of the sections yeah. and waits there, but security like blocks. Right. But he like interacts with people. Yeah. He's like. You know, like talking, kind of posing with photos and stuff yeah. like that, like being real, living the gimmick, uh, really cool. So then uh, he come out, and cu- he cut a pretty sweet promo with Hangman Page. Yes, Hangman, real passionate Hangman, hitting himself, talking about his depression. Yeah. He's always being sad, cowboy, anxious, well, millennial. I think the whole like the main focus of the promo was Hangman being really upset that Moxley called him a kid. Yeah, and now he's going off on like I'm not a kid. This and that. He went. He, he said like my friends are all gone. Like Dark Order, every week somebody's missing, and my mm. other friends are gone. So mm. he, he's playing like the loner gimmick, the loner cowboy. Yeah, yeah. And Moxley, yeah, showed him a lot of respect, but did say, yeah, he's like called him a kid. And the whole time MGF is looming up there with his promo yeah. Chip. MJF had a promo earlier that yeah. was backstage. So they're they're both these both guys are like, look, this guy's a coward. He doesn't even want to say this to our face. And not only that, but MJF kind of a. Uh, he pushed off Stokely. Stokely. He was like really pissed at Stokely. Again, yeah. like this it just happened. We barely <laughs> even established this group together, and you're you're ending it, teasing a breakup, or is that for a swerve? Like, yeah, it's it's so weird. It's it feels very like hot shotting a lot of stuff at the moment, and I, I really don't feel that the the firm have been solidified. <laughs> yeah, like they, they don't feel a, a like a legit like consistent thing yet. So to oh, like, like to break this thing up with MJF, like you're almost teasing MJF as a babyface, it's it's a little odd. Like quick, name all the members of the firm. Uh the gun club. <laughs> gun club Lee Moriarty W Moriarty. Oh no mention Ethan of Page. uh of Stokely and Big Cass uh I mean, we, didn't, we don't know what they said on commentary, true, but, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, but that true. was the whole thing, yeah. him losing the title at GCW. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm really looking forward to this match. I almost feel like you could build this to the pay-per-view between these two. It feels like a really big match next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I do see maybe MJF walking out next week as the champ. Cashing in his money in the bank. Yeah, I mean, the whole shit. set up with Stokely, yeah. like pushing him up, but it's all swerved, like you said, mm. just uh, for the angle. Uh, there was a tag match. It was 9.30 on the dot when... Mm. 
Tony Storm's music hit. Yeah, it was crazy. Like literally, they were stalling. Like Justin Roberts started like reading signs and talking to the crowd. I'm looking at my watch. Jamie Hater's like, music hit at 9:30. Yeah, 9:30 yeah, on the dot. Like, did he literally wait for that moment? Like, is there a law? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> the <laughs> women's <laughs> matches are now. Uh, yeah, the, although the, you know what, uh, th- this was had some great. I action. really got into this. Time. Yeah, I think the whole fun. crowd kind of yeah. was like kind of like quiet for a bit, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, no, like got into us. Uh, there was a a, 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 like a a guy and his he brought like his daughter who may you know maybe like was like looked like she was like ten yeah and she was loving this match she was explaining to her dad like who her like clearly the dad took the daughter to go see this but she I could hear her like okay so that's a car she does she did this and yeah. she's mad at her and she's back and it was like okay cool she's into it and they they had some great back and forth action. Uh, which with Akaru getting the upset pin on yeah um, returning Shida yeah uh, getting the win here so maybe setting her up for some kind of title shot down the line I think they've announced that Tony Storm is defending the title next week in Cincinnati I okay. think against Shida okay yeah, that so. makes sense yeah. nice yeah but yeah this was a fun tag yeah match. I think the women have been really killing it recently I I I feel we've said every week we enjoyed the. Uh, it was a tag match they did last week That's on Dynamite, right. wasn't it? The show I did with Dickie, we we really got into. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I think they've started to step up their game and the matches have been uh, been delivering for me. Uh, yeah, I, I got into it. And Jamie Hayter is super over and, and great. She'd definitely be the, the future champion uh, sometime. Uh, what else we had on this show? We also had a main event of Orange Cassidy taking on the All-Atlantic champion, Pac in a title match here, and uh, yeah, this one went. This one went uh, went went pretty good. I think this is when your Kenny like conspiracy theory started coming up. You're That's like, when I was like, "Come gonna on, come out the end of the show, and they're going to challenge Death Triangle." And then well, you're like, "Well, the Lucha Brothers aren't even here tonight, so maybe not." I, well, I, I, I felt like, oh, once yeah. you when you had that Danielson match go earlier, yeah. which I thought would be the main event. I thought maybe you'd, you'd be having some sort of Surprise. segment at the end. Segment, but, yeah. Uh, another good match between these two. Kind of saw it quite recently. Um, Big win for Orange Cassidy. Finally win something. Yeah. Um, One of the OGs. So wonder if he's going to be kind of touring around like Pac did, going to some indie dates, uh, defending this thing. Yeah, that's true. Like he could do indie shows just like Pac was doing, but in the States or Canada or whatever. Yeah. Do that. But but yeah, I mean, uh, they have they have really good chemistry. When Pac was doing the orange kicks yes, to him, yeah. that was the highlight of that match uh, for sure. Uh, and Pac, we've talked about, everyone talks about how Pac is the best at selling DDTs. He looks like he does like 450s taking the DDT. Uh, this was a fun a fun match as well. Orange finally getting the pin after Danhausen stopped Pac from getting the, yeah, the everybody hammer. Thought, everybody thought that was Kenny, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a weird way to make it. No, you got to hear the battle cry if you're bringing Kenny back for sure. Uh, but yeah, Pac uh, loses the, the old Atlanta title. Then the best friend's... Have a celebration. Statlander came out with a yeah. knee well, brace. The, on. the whole thing was like, Arms like, oh, I'm happy to win this, but you know me, I'm not going to carry this belt. So that's like, bring oh, my book back. And that's yeah, what yeah. Statlander came out with those titles. They yeah. celebrated. He promoted his uh, appearance on The Floor is Lava. I heard him and the best friends are on that Netflix show, but it was yeah. cool. It was cool to see Chris Statlander. Yeah, and then the show went off the air. Uh, did Tony Khan come out and say thanks for coming? I think in the so. beginning of the show, I yeah. think right, bef- right before Dynamite, he was uh, Toronto. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, uh, overall, I thought the the wrestling was really good on this show, but it's for being like a a big kind of monumental like Canadian debut. There wasn't really much story progression at all. No yeah. real moment. If you asked me what happened yesterday, I'd say some good wrestling matches. But I guess maybe Garcia the Garcia turn, thing yeah. was was about it. 
and I don't think it was necessarily the uh, the star studded like card that we should have had. But I still had fun. Um, but yeah. AEW still feeling a little cold for me right now. It, it's feeling like it's not so much the the shiny toy that it kind of it kind of was because I mean, um, this show has been on for three years and this is the first time they've come to this this territory of the dot here. And I feel like you could have made it a bigger deal and the people were thung- were hungry for it. I mean, this crowd, like we said, is hot. So I mean, hey, they would be hot for for anything, but. If you really put like it, it feel, feels like we were missing some of the pieces that made this show. You you said you said something, and again, no disrespect to Orange Cassidy because mm-hmm. he is a, a real one, but he won the belt. We were exiting. You were like, "This feels like season one. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Where's the where's the progression of? I, where's the big stars? <laughs> I feel I know Bischoff, and I I don't agree with Bischoff a lot, but Bischoff said something recently about he he doesn't actually enjoy wrestling. And it's oh, that it's, makes sense. It's stories. It's yeah. storytelling. No, but I I do think he's got a point. Like the the novelty of watching just good matches on Dynamite has worn off. Yeah. Like we see great matches every week, and it's it's fine, but it doesn't give you that man. What's going to happen on the next episode? Yeah. I can't wait. There's none of those cliffhangers or real the, any of the long term stories they've been doing yeah. have been like like flippy floppy, like this Garcia stuff, like this Jamie Hader stuff. So there's nothing really to get me invested from a story point of view. And I think season one, you could get by with... Yeah. I mean, they had better storytelling then, I think. But yeah. you could get by with those just really hot matches every week. That novelty's worn off. And I think they do need to start... Maybe, like, maybe do a couple less matches and do some more segments and promo yeah. stuff. And they started to do that like last week. They're like, I know Tony Khan himself is like, I have a lot more video packages. He was like introduced to people like a lot more things like that. And- but these video packages are just to like establish this, whoever this random person they've yeah. put in a match this week is. It's, it's, it's video packages to justify why we're getting Juice Robinson versus John Moxley rather than video packages, maybe telling this story that you've been telling for months. Yeah, there needs to be a, a there is a disconnect of that. We had over 130 people at Sneaky D's, and not one person talked about the show, like to me or anybody. <laughs> Imagine if this same event happened after Extreme Rules, half the people we talk about Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you didn't have that, and like yeah, it's it's a it's a TV show, but at the same time, like they should have made this like how Grand Slam in New York, right? make this an actual event. Credit to WWE. This this Bray Wyatt thing has we've seen from the numbers has had people tuning in. Oh, yeah. I've oh I've got to tune into SmackDown at this specific time because there might be a a Bray Wyatt tease or yep. whatever. And that's what any any good drama, like you watch stuff on Netflix, the good ones, you finish an episode and you go, man, do I have time to watch the next episode right yeah, now? Yeah. It has that thing. And AEW used to have that. Yeah. You'd finish a show and you'd really want to see the next episode and you'd like, have to wait a whole yeah. week. Like, you know you're going to get two hours of good wrestling, but then it's like, what's going to bring you back? Like, unless you really like good fucking wrestling, like, what you know, what else is going to bring you back yeah i'd say like the the the, the storyline stuff has been not as as strong even though they they've probably been trying i mean the whole stuff with the combat club and jericho like it has has had some really high points to it that i really liked but it seems like they're like unsure of where the they're they're on the journey but like do you know where you're going because it's like yeah. we i don't know if what what the story arc there is it's taken a few like left well, no, turns. i haven't seen any pictures of tony khan uh you know on the side of the Jaguars games with the full gear card. I don't think he has a card. No, <laughs> I don't think card. he has a card yet. Yeah, true. Uh, what would you What would you see? Because like, if you could do Hangman, Moxley, MJF as a triple threat, uh, depending on what kind of outcome happens next week and stuff like that. But MJF versus Mox or 
a triple threat works. Was Full Gear last year like full of stipulation matches, or I'm thinking Revolution, like with like the I think the, Revolution. The yeah, I'm trying to think of like they could make it maybe have like, a stipulation with a hang, Hangman and Moxley, and then that's what MJF interferes. I I like the idea of a a triple threat. I think you've you've already got some history between MJF and Hangman. You can draw back from mm-hmm. um, like right from the beginning of uh, AEW. Uh, obviously, MJF's been feuding with Mox. I think if you just go to the singles, I don't know where that really leaves Hangman. He's kind of a loose part again. So yeah. I think I'm not normally a fan of triple threats. I prefer one-on-one, but I kind of think in this situation it makes the most sense. Yeah, I think you would go to Danielson versus Garcia. Uh, again, even though they've already had some some great imp- uh, dynamite yeah. matches. See, I called it impact almost. Jeez. You know, it's weird. We didn't get any involvement from Soraya after what happened with her and Britt. You thought there would be some sort of follow-up, right? I mean, she got physical last oh, week, yeah. and there was a zero. And the announcement that she's cleared over yeah. the week. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Wow, and yeah. That, that was endless. Maybe Soraya just Maybe that was Because there are, are some things that are on TV that we don't yeah, see, so they true. could have been a backstage oh, thing. Oh, when they something. started playing the music for Rampage, like, they just played it. We didn't get to see any of the cards. Yeah, we didn't, didn't get the card. Yeah. I don't know, because maybe they thought the fans are going to maybe give a negative reaction to the card. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of been the case in the last few live shows we've been at that we've heard about the stuff that's happened after yeah. um yeah yeah uh for, for like the the tag champs are the acclaimed i'm wondering if you would also rematch that i think yeah i think that makes the most sense to do the third the rubber match there uh jericho what do you see you're leaning yes probably danielson garcia. and garcia jericho claudio rematch maybe or do you do one of these other ring of honor if you end because I whole, thought they were building to Garcia Jericho. Right? If you yeah, stop this whole Warjo shit, do Samoa Joe and Jericho. Yeah, I that's the whole what thing I think. with Jericho going to start running through the Ring of Honor World Champions. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, your yeah, Tavans and your PCLs and all that. I thought that was going to be the storyline. <laughs> Matt Taven, yeah. yeah for you sure. could have easily had. I mean, Jericho and Danielson was great, obviously, but you could have easily had Jericho and PCL in Toronto. That Canadian, you know, two true, Canadian yeah, wrestling. True, right, yeah. I just have him go through all the former World Champions, and then yeah, ends up being Samoa Joe. Yeah, you'd need to break... Like, Joe seems far away from that storyline right now, doing yeah. this bullshit with Wardlow. And it's like, why is your TNT champion, like, in the middle of all these RH guys? Like, yeah, you're already, yeah. like, muddying it up. Like, what's... Yeah, and it, also, it's not like he's got any connection with ROH. Yeah, I, I'd understand weird. if maybe Jade Lethal was your TNT champion mixing it up with these guys, because there's that history. But Wardlow, like, no, he's your your homegrown guy. Like, why does he care? It's, yeah. really, it's really weird that there's... Uh... Like all these champions, because there's so many, so many champions and titles, but it's almost like they don't matter, and they're just hanging out with their friends, having matches, anyways. That, that like not defending. It's just, it's just so weird. It's a prop in this in this silly TV show you of know, wrestling. But you like, know what champion they don't have? They don't have the New Japan Never Heavyweight Champion, like Monday Night Raw does. Wow, <laughs> yeah, true. Carl Anderson. Uh, AEW's got to get the Rolling Tray Championship. <laughs> Whatever. TV, what yeah. is that championship? I think it's the New Japan Television Champion, yeah, which looks, is like, seriously, do we need looks, another? Oh, it's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> Roll my blunts on it's it. Like what, it's like the Television Tray Champion. That's what it looks like. <laughs> TV Dinner TV Championship. Dinner yeah. championship. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, well, I mean, we had a blast uh, at Dynamite, and um, it, it was a fun show. It was. Pro- I, I liked this show... More than I think uh, the last two dynamites that we went to, like I went, we went to Detroit and we went to Buffalo. We had uh, blood and guts, which was like a thing, like you know war war games and stuff like that. But I did feel like this show did flow, like it had really good wrestling and it had 
the hot opener. Once you do a hot opener, I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I might prefer the Buffalo show more. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking that opening segment with MJF. True. After his return. That's right. Just the intrigue of it being the first show after the suspensions. Yeah. After all out. You're right. Um, I, I thought that was more memorable. But I'd say probably the wrestling was stronger yeah. on this show. Yeah. Uh, and then... And then again, the, the the fickle fans. We were like, okay, we're hoping for maybe the elite coming back, Kenny coming back specifically. They sold the elite shirts with the Canadian yeah. flag on it. People were buying, and and a lot of fans were walking out, being like, okay, well, like I kind of wanted to see that, but I understand that. Like, how would you guys compare this to the last was it Monday Night Raw you guys saw in Toronto? Like, I mean, that's almost not fair, just because like that Raw was. I thought that like, Raw was excellent. From, yeah, from like, a, from, like, from like a fan base, you have like the same the same type of crowds for both. Uh, no. A lot more families at Raw. Yeah. Like, it, it's definitely... You don't feel bad about doing a, a holy shit chant or a shut the fuck up chant. That kind of thing at a dynamite. <laughs> there wasn't many... I know I mentioned this, you know, someone was brought their kid near, sitting near us, but there was not a lot of kids. That was, like, one of the only kids I saw at the yeah. show. There's mostly people, like, you know, 20s, 30s, maybe older, but, like, but the, I, the wrestling fans. I would say that Raw was really good. I think that delivered on both wrestling and yeah. and, like... Story moments, surprises, that kind of thing. WWE's back. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. It's weird. Yeah, going to be great. Uh, so that was uh, the fun that we had at Dynamite. We will be at Rampage, and uh, we won't do a show on Rampage, but uh, I, I am not excited. I am genuinely like, how do I get Tony Khan to uh, refund my ticket for this? I'm just excited to sit next to John Pollock. <laughs> see, see his reaction to you guys and what you do. That's, that's my like. That's my ticket. That's my price of admission. Like, I'm still trying to sell two tickets so you, you worry about your refund I'm just trying to get some money yeah for... yeah I, we're, we're pretty pissed that like a lot of people are opting out of this show and tickets are like seven dollars and much like, better seats than we have for a lot cheaper than yeah we it's just well no our seats were pretty good the seats yeah. are really good oh are they okay good they're the same as yesterday oh okay yeah, nice, yeah. So nice. y'all that's the thing about yesterday like the arena it's my first time there obviously but like no matter where you sat I think it's like really good seats like yeah. I went in there I was like holy shit like this is small but it feels really intimate and, you mm-hmm. know I liked it it was good it was yeah. a good amount of people when it's full it fills out it's the Marley's yeah. arena here in Toronto it's good uh, so that was us talking about it we had a wild night the hangover is still really real so we survived doing this show somehow and uh, karaoke wrestling karaoke was a blast all the pre stuff anyone we've met uh, over the past few days thank you so much for the support and listening and just hang out and having a good time that's what uh, that's what it was all about yesterday so uh yeah, they'll come back. I think AEW's coming back to Toronto real soon. Uh, probably. I'm definitely coming back to Toronto. <laughs> You're coming back to Toronto? Before AEW's coming back, I'm coming back. Yeah? What do you like so far? You like the food? I just love the whole like atmosphere, the whole like just walking around and having so many different options as far as food goes. Like this morning alone, I think I was talking to B Detroit. Like literally every type of food is here. Like Yeah. It's like, it, felt, it feels like to me like four major U.S. cities crammed into one. Mm. So it's like you don't have to worry about traveling too far. Everything's right here. Yeah. And very nice, very peaceful. I can see myself definitely. Uh, Coming back here multiple visiting times. Visiting us here at Definitely. the BD Towers. Definitely yes. visiting. Yeah, we had roti. We had these amazing roti pulled pork. Amazing. Not pulled pork. What was it? Pork belly pork sandwich. Belly oh, my sandwich. God. The butcher yeah. shop today. Oh, my God. Oh, it's uh, so all good. the good foods and stuff. Oh, the tacos yesterday. Yeah, we've been killing it. We've had having a good time. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, John Cena, let the people know where they can find you because you were here on vacation and still dropped a shot in the dark. I don't even remember doing that. That was yesterday <laughs> That was morning. three days yeah, ago. Three days ago. It feels like it. But yeah, shot in the dark. If you didn't listen to the most recent episode, listen to it. I'm um, talking about, you know, all your favorite shows that you don't get to watch. So AW Dark, we, we missed it on Dynamite. Yeah. I'll, I'll be running it back uh, next week talking about it. So from a live uh, experience, you get to see, hear that. But yeah, NWA, uh, MLW, whenever that comes back. 
Um, yeah, Women of Wrestling, which is a uh, Braden's favorite show right now. Who's your favorite women of wrestler? Uh, women of Wow. Uh, the Beast is their champ right now. Yes. She's a beast. Uh, I like um, Aussie Princess. What's her name? Princess Aussie. Princess Aussie. I li- yeah, I like Candy Crush. Candy uh, Crush. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was great. Oh, um, the the roller skate. Foxy Fierce. Foxy Fierce. Foxy yeah. Fierce. Yeah. She was great. So far, so good. Yeah, I've been enjoying that uh, so, show. Yeah. It's funny. So, yeah, you want to hear more about Women of Wrestling? Uh, check out Shadow Dark every Wednesday on your Up Next podcast feed. Yes, on this feed, fifteen minutes or less. I had coming. somebody randomly call to me like as I'm next like WH Park, and he's yeah. like, "Are you John Cena?" I, was I like, know. Yeah, he's like, "Oh my god, I love your show." And I'm like. That's cool. I, it felt like really surreal. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we were treated cool. like celebrities. Yeah, I got to come to Toronto more often. If, uh, exactly. Got a little bit of support here. Uh, and then, of course, you can check out me and Davey covering NXT every week, covering BD Elite. Next week is a special Tuesday Night Wars because uh, Dynamite's going head-to-head with NXT. So, therefore, we're going to put our two shows together and do Up Next and BD Elite next week. I think on Wednesday we said we would do this show. So look for that chatting all about uh, both of these things. So yeah, we'll be chatting about that. And you want to hear more, patreon.com slash effects. Five bucks North American tier gets you access to everything. Yeah, you definitely need to sign up for this month because we did a special behind oh. uh, BD uh, yesterday. We with, get into everything. Brandon from New Jersey so, talking some real deep uh, deep conversations. Deep, deep conversation. Yeah, so Wei Ting's favorite show. Wei Ting and John listened to it in their car <laughs> before their Timmy's meet. They told us, legit. <laughs> That's awesome. They loved it. Uh, yeah, we do all different wrestling reviews on there, including Best Match Ever, where we chat all about... Uh, we just did one with Karen Peterson Great from show. PWI. Thank you. We chatted all about Io Shirai and her stardom run and Lucha Underground and all that stuff. It was an awesome show. Go check that out. We, we even have a list of matches and some links for some great stuff to check out. Uh, and it's also spooky season, so we got some scary movies and reviews coming out. We just did both reviews of Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2. We also are going to be doing The Omen, I think, next week, which mm-hmm. is going to be super great. Uh, but yeah, go check us out. It's only 5 bucks North American tier per month, and you get access to almost 500 podcasts out there on our feed. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Thanks, guys, for listening. Again, we love you, and we appreciate you. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. 
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.